Hi guys, I'm Nadia. And I'm Thomas. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the topic. topic. We talk about everything from climate change to human rights. And today's topic is about greenwashing. Yeah, we'll look into what greenwashing is, why it is problematic, some examples of greenwashing, and how to catch companies that are greenwashing. So, what is greenwashing? I mean, the word greenwashing is becoming more and more popular now, especially since the number of people that are climate conscious is growing. But I do think there are still so many people who are clueless as to what greenwashing is. For sure, there absolutely are. In simple terms, greenwashing is essentially when a company makes out that it is being eco-friendly or sustainable, when in real terms it's actually having a negative impact on the planet. And this can come in multiple forms. Yeah. Uh, you know, you might see it in its marketing or the use of branding or even just plain old lies. I mean, we've seen multiple companies and industries actually fund research to disprove mm. scientific fact so they can continue their operations without accountability. Then they can use that to lobby governments to make sure they're not regulated, which is pretty messed up, right? Yeah, absolutely. And with that said, do you think greenwashing can only be applied to companies? Interestingly, no. Um, and I don't think this is an opinion which is held widely, but I think people can greenwash too. Obviously, it's different from funding campaigns to make it seem like you're being green, uh, whatever that means. Yeah. But it can be simple, like you're saying you agree with eco-friendly movements, like the vegan movement, for example, but then literally five minutes later, going and buying KFC or ordering yeah. a burger. <laughs> you know there is an issue, you're making out like you care, but then actually not showing that mm. in your actions. And that is greenwashing in my eyes. Yeah, um, I agree. And I think it's just really sad and frustrating to see so many people who talk the big talk, mm. say they support and agree that we all should do something to help prevent the climate crisis, but then their actions say otherwise. Sure. And one thing that really bugs me is fashion hauls from companies like ASOS or Shane. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know they're bad companies environmentally and ethically, but some people just can't help but show off their new <laughs> crop top they got for like 50p or whatever it is. Oh no, but 50p for a crop top? How could I resist? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, exactly, you know, it can go further than that as well. And this frustrates me when they just do one minimal thing. So I hear it all the time at work when people say, I do my bit by recycling and then doing nothing else. And that's really problematic. And in yeah. my eyes, that is greenwashing as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And as we've also seen, recycling doesn't do enough. This kind of thinking can be very problematic sure. because not enough people are doing what needs to be done. And it's problematic when companies greenwash mm -hmm. because climate conscious people may think that they are supporting a good company when in mm -hmm. reality, the company would still operate the same way, which damages the environment. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's lying to people and, and yeah. that's really problematic. You know, the companies are hiding the fact that they're having a devastating impact on the planet. Yeah. And then that tricks consumers. And, and that's really a problem when it tricks climate conscious people, as you say. Mm -hmm. It also means... Like you said, nothing ever changes. So whereas, let's flip it on its head, for example. If the companies are more open with what they're doing, they stop being super profit hungry and actually work towards being more sustainable and transparent, we would actually move away from the literal destruction of yeah. the planet, right? That doesn't sound like a like very smart business either, though. Mm. I mean, businesses think too much in the short term they just want the most profit as quickly as they can to yeah. the point where they spend the money on pointless things there's just no regard for the impact they're having doing that yeah i mean it's 
always baffled me. Like, why would you try and make as much profit in five years, but then have no more business because the planet is dead or yeah. all your consumers yeah. are gone? <laughs> that seems bonkers to me. You know, think longer term and you can make more money, of course, but also they can use that money to actually help. But instead, what we see is they'd rather go to space or spend yeah. millions of, on a yacht, uh, as the infamous Bezos is doing at the moment, right? Yeah, or buying mansions and stuff like that. Oh, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you can list a few examples of greenwashing? Yeah, I mean, the list is endless, of course. Um, but some really good examples are Shell, the oil and gas yeah. company. Um, they're saying they're going to use eco-friendly techniques to pull oil out of the ground. Please explain to me how pulling oil out of the ground can ever be eco-friendly regardless of how you do it right and then there's coca-cola who have been saying for years that they're going to use recycled plastic to produce what though to produce 100 billion single-use plastic bottles every single year that is not eco-friendly that that is greenwashing yeah there is also more underground versions of greenwashing which don't really get spoken about and one of those is carbon offsetting now Don't get me wrong, and please don't come after me with pitchforks, because <laughs> I think carbon offsetting can be really beneficial and can actually work in many different areas. But it's seriously bad news when mm. companies with huge impacts think that by planting a few non-native trees in East Asia, for example, that that's going to save the planet, because it's not, right? Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. And then there's also fashion companies saying they're selling eco-friendly clothes mm. when they actually don't, especially when it comes to the fast fashion industry with companies like Shane, Primark, H&M, Zara, and just so many more. Um, sorry to break it to you guys. I know their fashion lines can be quite tempting, but surely saving the planet is more appealing. I don't know, I've got to do my Instagram story on my <laughs> ASOS haul, you know. Right, right. <laughs> How do you think people and consumers would be able to distinguish between actual eco-progressing companies and companies that greenwash? Um, I think it all comes down to educating yourself. Hmm. Say H&M, a company from the fast fashion industry, produces a green shirt and claims that it's eco-friendly. How can using... 20,000 liters of water to produce this one shirt be eco-friendly. Mm. Notice that they also go for the color green to associate <laughs> themselves with being more sustainable. Yeah, I mean, 20,000 liters on one shirt, that uh, doesn't sound sustainable yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I absolutely agree. It's also really interesting, the thing you mentioned about using the color green to associate themselves with sustainability. Mm. You may have noticed when we go past a petrol station or a service station, the oil and gas companies are now making it all green and blue and really sexy yeah. with neon lighting <laughs> to draw people in. And that instantly makes you think of eco-friendly things. But that's really troubling when you then go and spend 70 or 80 pounds on filling a car with fuel. But it is great to see that there are places that help with that sort of yeah. thing now, right? Um, I don't know how you think service stations are sexy, <laughs> but yeah. Come on, it's um, a <laughs> Yeah, anyways, um, I think doing research and looking at ratings of companies can be really beneficial. There's some great sites out there like Good On You mm. or um, Compare Ethics for Fashion and Clothing or even B Corp certifications. Absolutely. It's not perfect, but it's definitely better. You've even got companies like your new venture, Greener, <laughs> offering a platform for consumers to find ethical companies selling sustainable products. Um, it's easy to fall into the traps of companies that greenwash, but I do think that if we as individuals take the initiative to educate ourselves on it and hold these companies accountable, we can see a good change. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. And of course, thank you for the little plug of the new <laughs> no company problem. there. It's greener, everyone. Go check it out. <laughs> um, no, that's great. And I think we can wrap it up there. We've spoken about some really good okay. points. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys have taken some good from listening to this episode, learned from it, and will continue to take necessary actions to stop companies from greenwashing. All it takes is a little effort, and we can really change what companies can get away with. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Topic Podcast. And before you go, remember to take care of yourself, take care of others, and also the planet. Bye! Bye. In the next episode of The Topic, we'll be talking about Islamophobia in the Western world. Why is it that when Muslims are introduced in movies, they're almost always being portrayed as terrorists or the bad guys? Yeah, I know, right? It's like, you can't have a normal Muslim character. Yeah. I'll wear a cap or a beanie and no one bats an eyelid. But as soon as you put a hijab on, the whole mm. world goes crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I find it funny how in the West we're all like rooting for women's equality and letting women wear what they want. But mm. of course, if that means a hijab or burqa, the assumption is I'm oppressed. Mm, for sure. <laughs>